Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to... Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Yushiro, and this is episode 57 of the TCG Cast. And we just came up uh, out of the heels of reviewing Celestial Storm, which was a bumpy ride. We we had a little bit more lows than we had highs, but uh, still a decent set to have. Better than Evolutions, but that's really a low bar to cross. Now we have a lot things to talk about right now we are as we speak in victory road on our way to the grand plateau to face the elite four in the world's championship happening this next weekend so all of you that are listening to this on your way to worlds thank you for listening and uh good luck in all your matches now i am not just gonna be here talking to myself for about an hour nope I got two fine gentlemen here with me. So first, some say he can single-handedly surround his opponents. It's Basket. What's up, guys? And you want to know how I do that? I just give everybody a big hug. Aww. Come on, guys. Come on in. It's hugging time. And then you bear hug them to death, right? Exactly. It's a trick. It's a trick. Don't fall for it. And the some say... He's the only one that appears in all Star Wars movies. He was actually the Force. It's our Sigma! That? I, I like that, actually. <laughs> Keep that one going. <laughs> now, of course, for you to, uh, for you guys at home, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League. An unsensical name our fearless leader, Thatch, uh, host of the Puckle podcast, came up with, and we're just rolling with it. Now... Before we get into all the technical stuff and all the meta talking and tournaments and all galore, how have you guys been? What have you guys been up to, Basket? Um, well, recently um, I actually got into, uh, this is, doesn't have anything to do with the TCG, but I finally got an EX Raid Pass. And uh, what's even what's even better about that is that I actually caught the Mewtwo, so that was pretty cool. I'm not jealous at all. Not at all. How did that happen? Did it just appear in your in your item? Yeah, okay, so here's the weird thing. Maybe I missed it, but I really don't think so. Because I don't think they announced when you get one. That was the strangest thing. Like, 
I was just going through my items one day and bam, there was a, uh, a black raid pass. And I was like, what is this? And I like click it. And it's like, you've been selected to be part of this EX raid based on the gym that you raided last week or whatever. So this is the date. This is the time. Uh, be there or be lame and don't get your Mewtwo. So I'm I was not like, just checking my phone right now to see if I have <laughs> one of those. I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> well, that was like the weirdest thing. Like I, I expected some sort of announcement. You would think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, it was just there. And so then I was wondering, like, well, I go to that poker st- or that gym all the time. So how many of these have I gotten? And just never even seen. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it weird. weird. They're supposed to let you know by means of a like a. It, it's supposed to look like a news announcement. Like you know, when you open up your your uh, app for the first time of the day, it shoots you like a newsletter. Oh, it it's, is. It, it's it, it's supposed to shoot you a, a no, but not everybody gets it. Um, I know my I had a friend that did give her the notification when she turned on the app. Okay. Uh, but I've heard cases where it's it just the uh the announcement doesn't prompt. So it right, doesn't right. notify you, but that's a bug. It's not supposed to be like that. So okay. it could be you had just a buggy ticket. It didn't it didn't notify you that you had that you had it. Okay, that makes me feel better cuz I was worried. I was like, well, how many of these EX <laughs> EX raids have I missed? <laughs> yeah, no, they're supposed to let you know. What about you Sigma? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been opening Celestial Storm packs online. <laughs> well, how, have, how has that gone? Uh, I've opened two stack Atakas that I've traded for like four Celestial Storm Packs back and That's keep opening bad. and opening. <laughs> That's not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, I've opened two of the three Prism Stars. So Nice. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't open the good one, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's winners and losers in life. Um, and for speaking of losers, again, if you guys... Um, did not listen to our last set review. It's that for Celestial Storms. Uh, it was the past two episodes. I would definitely tell you to go back and give it a look, uh, a listen. Um, Celestial Storm is an interesting set. Doesn't bring enough in the table that we would like. Now, let's go ahead and we got a few things to talk about. So let's go ahead and just start with the news. We'll be right back. Live from the Goldenrod City Tower, it's time for Buckle News. And we are back, and it's time to discuss the news in this episode, which it's one of those that Grandma uh, Basket's grandma definitely wants you to skip. We're going to go <laughs> ahead and move on to the news. First, it's here, people. 2019 season has been announced. A brand new year means a brand new set of challenges, opponents, and weird cards to play. Is everyone excited for this new spring that we're going to have in the TCG. Now, of course, after Worlds, when the current format, the current season ends, that means that in September, starting in September 14 till the 16, it's the first standard tournament for the 2019 season. It's going to be held in Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks in Oaks, Philadelphia, followed by Memphis Cook convention center in memphis tennessee that's in october 5th to the 7th and oregon convention center in portland oregon from uh uh, october 26th to the uh 28th that one that last one that i just mentioned is an expanded tournament now we all we already discussed 
the rotation and everything that we're losing, big things like Garbodor, uh, Sycamore, and we're losing a lot of things, Floatstone. So, what are your guys' expectations for these few couple of months in the season, new season of the TCG? Uh, let's start with you, Sigma. What do you think? Uh, I'm hoping it slows down a bit. <laughs> right now, Rayquazas are fast. But yeah, we feel yes, yes. Uh, but losing Max Elixir and things like that, I think the format can slow down just a little bit. And I think that's the expectation, and I I hope that's where we're headed. Now, if they keep dropping these all powerful GX basic GX, it's going to be a little bit difficult. But what about you, Basket? Any expectations? I don't know. Like it seems to me, maybe not last year. Maybe I'm not remembering correctly. But it seems to me, whenever they do make a giant shift, even if things slow down, it ends up being that there's just this huge rush to try and find the best card that can't deal with anything, and or sorry, that that can get through everything that's been thrown away. And then there's this weird lull of like creativity, almost like that actually makes top cuts because everybody's it takes a while for people to adjust to the format and i feel like the first couple um regionals in the format you're gonna find you're gonna see someone just like rake everybody else over the coals with some deck that they've like put together and then the next time it's gonna be everybody's playing that deck and then after that almost the same thing and then slowly the meta is going to like more stabilize with these changes and I think that's natural. I think, you know, obviously a more rocky meta um, where you have uh, one that stands out. Everybody's like, well, I don't I can't take the time. You know, I have a job. I have all these other things. I can't take the time to, you know, actually uh, figure out something new. But then there's always those people that are like way cooler than me that um, <laughs> completely and utterly are that way. And, and we'll find those things. They'll be like, I don't want to play this. <laughs> no, that's it, sweet. It, yeah, the creativity around all the player community that we have it's it's pretty incredible and it's always such a refresher stage than when whenever a new season starts because it's like it's like going to work right you work you're a clerk you work at your office you have your computer and, and you're going to work and they're like well now you're gonna go to work but you can't use your keyboard and you're like, wait, how can I not use my keyboard now? It's like, you won't be able to use your keyboard, do your work without the keyboard. That's what it feels like when you're coming into a new season and you suddenly realize, I don't have Sycamore or N anymore. And I used to depend on these cards. It happened a few years ago when we lost Via Seeker. We never saw a life after uh, Via Seeker. We just realized that there is a life after Via Seeker. Um, and, and it always is that really great spark of imagination and creativity that will refresh once again the format for everyone. So it is exciting times, guys, but let us not look too much into the horizon because we still have uh, worlds to discuss. Uh, but since we're on the topic of horizon, uh, Sigma, something about Thunder? Yeah, our big fall set is Lost Thunder, which is going to have over 210 cards in it. Which we... Yeah, it's a lot. It's the most cards any set's ever had. But, uh... 210 cards! That's... How... how What... How many GXs? How many... What are we talking about here? Uh, We are talking 13 GXs, 7 Prism Stars, 4 Ultra Beasts, and more than 20 Trainer Cards. Wow. 
Yeah, it's, it's three set. sets of the Japanese set. Oh, of wow. the Japanese packs combined into one. So, it's And these basically are going to be featuring Pokemon like the uh, Virisian GX, Macargo GX. We're going to get the new Seraora GX as well, as well as Genesect GX. So lo- lots of cool Pokemon are going to come in this set. Uh, not to mention that we're going to have our first Alolan Ninetales that is not a nice type. Uh, at least GX-wise, because I know there's a little Ninetales, right? That's furry already. Yeah. Or, it's, yeah. It's even got less HP than the last one, just to make it, us a little happier. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a little bit less frustrating. Still um, weak to metal, though. <laughs> still weak to metal. You can't avoid that. Um, is, that uh, is that Tyranitar GX? Is that going to be a uh, fighting type? I have no clue. We haven't seen we, it yet. We don't know yet. Yeah, there's a few <laughs> of them. We still don't know uh, uh, what types they're going to be. Same with that Lugia. Do you think Lugia will be uh, Psychic we, or is it going to be... Nope, we've seen it. It's colorless. Colorless? Okay, no, we don't need a Psychic one. Why? Let's just keep on throwing those colorless. It may have the attack Psychic on it. If that makes you feel better. <laughs> it doesn't. I feel like... <laughs> it's weaker I, I, than I don't... That. Sorry, <laughs> go, go ahead. Sorry, I, I kept starting to talk over. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, I just feel like uh, whenever there's a, I'm I'm no I know that one of you is probably going to pull out a card that's going to like, uh, you know, throw this theory under the bus. But um, I feel like whenever they have a dark type Pokemon, even if it's dual type, they always go with the dark, except for probably Shifri. Um, but the problem with that is that well, Shifri will be psychic because it's ghost. What? Shiftry? No, no, no Shiftry is grass and dark. Oh, wow. Okay. See, yes, I'm confused. I'm the one confused. In my mind, I was what? painting um, Trevenant. Sorry. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, I just think that uh, Fighting's... Um, it's a much better type because um, I can't think of very many... Very many. I, I Honestly, right now, I can't think of one Pokemon that I've ever seen get play that was weak to dark type because all the psychics are usually weak to psychic right yeah it's the ghost yeah, usually it's that the are ghost weak to dark but... yep things like gengar or Miss Magis or anything sci- uh ghost type related there okay okay so so like i said no card that's ever made it into the meta i love gengar i hope there's a meta change in gengar card that would be amazing yeah. like obviously not in this set but um in ones to come that would be super cool but um yeah i've never seen a dark type that's come in and ever like uh or sorry (laughs) i've never uh, seen i've never seen a card come in that was weak to dark that that's made uh, quite a right giratina made some splash a a couple of years ago uh that was was weak weak to to dark oh really i believe it was weak to dark uh sigma might correct me uh that was the one that just shut off the break abilities though (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah but anyways um so what i was trying to get at i guess is uh if tyranitar comes out as a dark type unless it has a sweet attack it's not going to see any play but if it comes out um if it comes out as a fighting type um then it's uh or you know technically ground or whatever but if it comes out as a fighting type then it might see a lot more play um just because fighting types of you know there's plenty of weaknesses that other pokemon cards have to fighting um, and, uh, so that would be interesting and I would like that a lot more over and done with my Tyranitar GX rant. 
<laughs> yeah, and electrics uh, are seeing a raise right now. They are getting a little bit more powerful. So hopefully, uh, the, although they they don't have much room to get powerful right now, thanks to Buswald. Uh, but let's see after the rotation once <laughs> fighting loses much of its support. Let's see how Buswald fares and and how can electric uh, lightning Pokemon can take a little bit of their pie from this format. Now, we're going to move on from things that are lost to things that are outright banned. We had an announcement that we are going to have a few cards uh, banded, and I can't think of anyone else better to throw the ban hammer than my boy Basket. Take it away. All right, so all the bans come in expanded format. So anybody who doesn't play expanded can uh, skip this part. No, I'm just kidding. Please listen to me. <laughs> um, <no. laughs> okay, so expanded format. Um, so Gestus, the black and white plasma freeze card, um, is banned in the expanded format. Yeah. Um, this, of also, course, is the one that is oh. uh, your opponent reveals his or her hand and shuffles all item cards found there into his or her deck. Then draw a number of cards equal to the number of item cards you, you uh, your opponent shuffled into his or her hand. Uh, so that's the Gestus card. Um, and then we have uh, Hexmaniac from Ancient Origins. Oh, this um, was interesting. Yeah, this is the one that um, until the end of your turn or your opponent's next turn, each Pokemon in play in each player's hand and in each player's discard pile has no abilities, and that includes cards that come into play on that turn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was basically um, a uh, ability lock. Next card is Puzzle of Time from Breakpoint. It's now banned in the extended expanded format. Um, you can play two Puzzle of Time cards at once. If you play one card, look at the top three cards of your deck and put them back in any order. If you play two cards, put two cards from your discard pile back into your hand. Interesting. The Puzzle of Time is a card that, when it came out, not many people played it in the as time progressed and searching your deck for cards that you needed, specifically when Talonflame was revealed. That's when that card really started to shine. Um, really quickly, can I, uh, um, can I read the... <laughs> um, the Pokemon card company's uh, reason for getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah, please. Because I think it's kind of funny. So it says, Puzzle of Time is a flexible card that can be used in a wide variety of strategies. Its usage rate is quite high in popular decks, and it enables a lot of powerful combos. Removing this card from the environment will affect how many decks are, or how, yeah, will affect how many decks are constructed, which will hopefully make the expanded format feel fresh and different. So to me, it was just hilarious to see that because... In the other ones, the descriptions for why they have them are all so good. They yeah. completely identify the reason why the cards are leaving. And in this one, it's just like, well, this is a great card. Uh, it's used in a lot of decks. And we're going to remove it so uh, we can just kind of see what shakes up. And I, I, I don't know. Like, hopefully they had a better reason than that. But I, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of funny. Like, it is a good card. Um, and I, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't ruining anybody's time, you know? So, I don't know. It was just ah, a funny pun, pun intended. So, yeah. <laughs> so no, I agree. It's it's pretty funny to have Puzzle of Time taken out and not having a, a really precise explanation as to wh- why that this is. Now, of course, Getsis and Hex Maniac are pretty much... It, it's understandable, right? These are cards designed to completely ruin your opponent's day uh, in terms of either eliminating all the iron cards that he had as on, on his hand that he was basically waiting to use for his own uh, setup or Hex Maniac blocking all abilities 
throughout your opponent's next turn so you can preemptively block whatever you need to. And one that we didn't mention uh, was Wally, who's also getting banned. Um, and that, of course, is because Wally, in combination with Trevenant, which is the Pokemon I was confusing Shiftry with, <laughs> um, with Trevenant, uh, enables a turn one block of a bit uh, of item to uh, item cards that are really does put a hamper on uh any type of game it just it really is a, a bad day for whoever is playing against trevenant in that case and these are all very good explanations to why we're not going to have these cards anymore i know many out there are pretty angry at this the rage is off the charts many of you uh loved puzzle of time and do not think that things like Hexman, in fact, I was one of those that I was waiting for Hexman to come back to the standard and not just be in the uh, expanded universe. But it is what it is. Uh, I, I believe what this tells me in on an honesty is that Pokemon TCG is really paying attention to the mana. It is really doing, because ba- banning cards, ca- cards getting banned was something that usually never happened. Uh, the first big ban that we had was Lysander's Trump card, and it was because it was basically destroying the game. Um, so it was pretty extreme by the time they they got to ban it. Um, and before that, really, only a few things were banned, and mostly were Erratas, which is uh, TCG lingo for corrections in cards, because maybe there was a typo or something and made the card a little bit more powerful than it was originally done. Uh, but it really is a, a, a pleasant surprise, at least for me. To see them paying attention and eliminating these cards that could actually hamper and just just stop the flow of the game in in expanded. So to me, it's a welcome uh, addition uh, and, or subtraction in this case. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I uh, think I think uh, um, I think it's notable to point out too. I I think that Lysander's Trump card was the only card that they ever banned while it was in the standard format is that correct i think like, so i'm not too sure this was, was, was over in the standard or was it in expanded when it was banned over four years now i believe so i, I, I banned before expanded was even a format <laughs> yeah well expanded was still a, was definitely a format but it, it hadn't reached expanded no uh, lysander's trump card i remember was banned sh- like a month after what was the set where Rayquaza EX and Mega Rayquaza came out? Oh, uh, no, uh, it was really quick, wasn't it? Hmm? Like it was almost quick. Oh, it was. Banned, it was. Wasn't it? it was banned. Wasn't it banned before Megas even came out in the TCG? No, 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 no. It was banned. Uh, I feel like it was banned around uh, Primal Clash, maybe. Yes, thank you. Primal Clash around that uh, around that time uh, was. When oh wait, it was yeah, banned. no, that's yes. right. Yeah, the beginning of yeah, the beginning of the XY because it came out in. Phantom Forces, I think. Yes. The same set that gave us uh, Night March. And it's like, oh, don't worry. Night March isn't going to be that scary because we have Lysander's Trump card. Just shuffle all those Pokemon back into the deck. Exactly. And uh, yeah, it turns out it broke tournaments and made them run way too long until infinite yeah. draws. So Yeah, with, yeah, si- think- with, with Seismitoad EX uh, and Hypnotoxic Laser, it just created so much havoc that it just needed to, to, just to stop. But yeah, I want to say this like over doubled the ban list that Expanded had before. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I think, like, unless you're a really like angry person by nature, I think that was the one card that got like anybody to just like rage quit. You oh, know, yeah. like I don't want to. I don't want to play this. I know how this is going to turn out. It's just going to take forever, and I don't want to see 
my beautiful Pokemon cards be destroyed this way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I and we basically couldn't even play because the, yeah. your opponent's first turn would last a lifetime. They just kept drawing and drawing, using shaming to keep drawing upon more cards uh, and searching for more shamings, putting them down, keep drawing, keep drawing, keep keep playing, keep playing, using oh, yeah. all the item cards, item cards, item cards, hypnotistic laser over here, uh, switch over there, whatever, this item card, this item card, and then once they've already run through first the first half of the deck in their first turn they would Lysander's trump card everything back start again the next turn it was just ridiculous it was absurd uh and yeah. games lasted more than 45 allowed at minutes in each tournament that's that's really the main reason the reason it was it was banned it was because time restraints because the, the the card would allow games to keep going and eliminate it eliminate eliminated a win uh a win objective right you can no longer deck out with Trollite Thunder's trump card because via seeker will just you could just replay it all over again from the discard pile right uh it mm-hmm. was just it was out of control it, it would definitely but this is not Lysander's trump cards episode um but these were the most recent banned cards we have going going to have to move on to topical topical beach where we're going to discuss the the last big event that we had, plus Worlds Championship is heading on the way. We're going to talk about all things we expect to see at Worlds. So grab your sunglasses and your flip-flops because we're headed to Topical Beach. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. Feel the wind in your face, the sun under your feet, and the sun in your eyes. It's Topical Beach, and here to discuss all things Pokemon TCG, we're going to start with a small little tournament called the ARG Invitational. This is the alternate uh, alternative reality games tournament. They have the little own circuit, and they featured a tournament on the August 11th to 12th. And the reason why we want to talk about this particular uh, tournament is because it's the first tournament with Celestial Storm included, which we had a slight little, um, <coughs> how you call it, what's the word I'm looking for? Changer. Party, yeah, party crasher, <laughs> as they say, in the meta, and that is Rayquaza GX. Many expect Rayquaza to make a fuss in Worlds. Let's see if that's the case. Now, we always run through the top eight. I don't want to do it this time around just because... um this was a much smaller tournament than... Uh, I mean, there were 114 Masters. Don't get me wrong. It's huge. Um, but I wanted to focus on the decks this time around. So Yeah, and uh, Rayquaza didn't make the top eight. Uh, correct. Uh, but it was there. And, that, and it's something and it, that... I mean, it placed pretty high. So Yeah, it, it was on the Type 16 for sure. But we did have more of the, you know, the same contenders. We got Sotorark. Uh, we got Buswall with uh, Lycanroc. We got... A few things surprises a Gardevoir GX, um, but overall, it was an interesting match. Sigma, do you have a few things to say? Uh, yeah, this is kind of what I would have expected a tournament right after Celestial Storm came out to look like. Mm-hmm. Like, you got a bunch of Zoroarks because Zoroark got a massive boost with Night Cargo. Yeah. <laughs> and it was always already a strong deck, so a strong get- deck getting stronger is probably going to see play. Then you still have Buzzwalls around because Zoroark's around. <laughs> Uh, like Rayquaza was probably the strongest card coming out of Celestial Storm, so 
it's not surprising to see a deck centered around that. Yeah. And because of Rayquaza's a deck, it's not surprising to see like a Gardevoir to be countering all the Rayquazas that it expected to see. Yeah, I was uh I was just when when I first looked at it, that's what I saw. Like Gardevoir hit uh number five and uh the highest Rayquaza was at eleven. So I was like, oh, this guy saw it coming and was like, Gardevoir. <laughs> Which is already a decent deck. It's just that it's it's hard to um uh run as strongly in the format as Zoroark and Buzzwall. I mean when your Rayquaza has three energies attached to it to attack and your Gardevoir just needs one energy to KO it. Exactly, yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> and then yeah, so let's go ahead and, and oh you gonna continue on Sigma? Go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. I'm a little surprised to see Naganadel. I hear whispers of it with Stakataka. It can be scary, I guess. And what's the basis on that? This deck. Uh, you're using your Naganadel GXs to attack, while you have your Stakatakas in the back to protect it. Though I believe you're mostly running Metal Energy anyway, so that your Stakataka can attack as well. Because turns out your Naganadel only attacks with Colorless, I believe. Yeah. So. Your Naganadel should be able to two-hit KO most things in the format, and it can take a, quite a punch with Stock Attacker support. Interesting. Now, since we're talking a, little, uh, a lot about Rayquaza, I want, let's dive deep into what Rayquaza GX is. Um, in the case, in this case, we're, talk, we're going to talk about specifically about Rayquaza Garbodor, which is the combination that's been seen more play. Now, this, of course, is starring the Rayquaza from Celestial Storms. To remind you guys at home, this is the Rayquaza that is Dragon Basic with 180 HP. It has a ability and two attacks. Its ability Stormy Winds. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may discard the top three cards of your deck. If you do, attach a basic energy card from your discard pile to this Pokemon. Now, now that basic energy does not have to be one of the ones discarded this way. And then its attack, which is the main focus, is Dragon Break for one Grass, one Lightning, and one Colorless. It does 30 times uh, the amount of basic Grass and basic Lightning energies attached to your Pokemon. So it's fast. It can self-set up a bit. It's an interesting card. What do we pair this with? Well, the type of wine that this Rayquaza like is those that are included with Latias Prism Star. This is, of course, the Latias from the same set, which allows you to put energies from your discard pile onto your bench to any basic dragon types. Then you got the Furamosa GX, which is the fast-paced Furamosa that can attack by just having a maximum of two grass energies attached to it, mainly there to kick uh, anything small enough uh, over the edge. We got some Trubbish, some Garbodor, and of course the mandatory Tapulele. This is basically, this is not the set that was played in that tournament, but this is basically what is going around on the internet. Now, Sigma, how is this deck so fast that people are so worried about it right now? Uh, well, the ones I played online, I think the worst setup I saw was turn one, they got two Rayquazas with four energy among both of them. wow so yeah it it, once it gets to six energy then it's attacking for 180 yeah and that's KOing most of the meta if you get one more energy than that then you're hitting 210 which is KOing your Zoroarks 
Yeah, and, and remind me, guys, the energies don't have to be on this on the Rayquaza that it's attacking. It could be on any Rayquaza. So as long as Correct. you're setting up and well, bumping up on your a, bench. Sorry. I was going to say, it doesn't even have to be on a Rayquaza. It just has to be on another card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and it just powers it up to great, great. Now, it did not make top eight. It did make a lot of top 16. But it's something to look out for. Now, the obviously, the big elephant or muscle mosquito in the room is Buswald. It's one deck that has it, it has been just, since its introduction has been just causing mayhem and havoc, no matter where it goes. And I was looking at the graphs for the entire season, and Buswald, since its introduction, it's been pretty wild how just there it has been. Um, it's, its progression has gone since it was revealed on September, around September, right? It's just gone yeah. up nonstop. Yeah. It's in every single tournament. It's been so, so prevalent that even out of all the top eights, right? The whole season, this thing did 20%, 21% of all top eights. Uh, it was just present in a sample placement of 200 ga- uh, uh, tournaments. This was just there all the time. It was pretty incredible how how much this game it single handedly won in a sample in that sample placement of 200. It won 22,560 points by itself. It's and this is the Buswell Lycan Rock version. I'm not even counting on any other Buswell version. Just that one. It's just it's been. Such a ridiculously powerful deck. Well, so did it do better than Zoroark? Because Zoroark came out before Buzzwool. So did it do? Did it even top higher than that? It did do better than Zoroark, actually. Um, oh, in wow. in both Zoroark Galisapod GX and Zoroark Lycanroc deck uh, were pretty prevalent. We had a fourteen percent on the Zoroark Galisapods and a eight percent. On the Solar Arc GX, like in Rock GX deck, so it re- it really did a big, big uh, splash on the meta as well. So these are the decks that we are looking at, right? We have Rayquaza GX, we have Solar Arc, and we have Buswold. We didn't see much of Ultra Necrozma Malamar in the past tournament. I don't know if that's in is indicating something. Maybe we won't be able to see. We won't see this card as much as we expected it to do. It is a decent deck. How good it is, it still remains to be uh, seen. Really, go ahead, Sigma. Because uh, I usually play around with that one. Yeah. Uh, the fact that the hate that hits Rayquaza also hits uh, your Ultra Necrozmas hurts a lot, and yeah. your other attacker in that deck. Is Dawnwing's Necrozma, which goes down to Zoroark GX with no problem. Yeah, so it's kind of in a rough position, and it's just a little bit too slow to keep up with the Rayquaza decks, <laughs> which yeah. is unfortunate. But that's kind well, of that. Yeah, I mean, like uh, we talked about, um, was it this episode or did you guys talk about last episode? Um, uh, I mean, at our TCG tournament during PokéCon, our winner had Ultra Necrozma, and it was a beast box and that thing was really awesome to see. And uh I don't know if it was the it was probably the player behind it playing a bunch of other players that knew what they were doing but um just had never seen it before why it took the tournament. Um but I'm surprised that that's not working 
that I didn't see it on on any like top sixteen list or anything like that, just because of how well Seth Vilo played it. Um, but that could have been him and not the cards. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it is a decent. Like I was saying, Sigma. I mean, alternate yeah, cross my Malamar. It is a good deck. It might be just as Sigma was explaining. It just right now it's the the how you say it. It's the luck is not in its favor. It has a lot of things that could knock him out or just. It being so slow, because right now we're in a really fast-paced meta where we have <laughs> Rayquaza GX powering up in turn two, turn three already hitting for so much. You got Buswell, which only requires one energy to be able to start hitting hard, not both, not only to the active but also the bench. Uh, so you're doing multiple damage as as you go. There, these are just so, and then not to mention Sodor GX, which is all about finding the cards that you want in your deck and having them as fast as possible in your hand. The speed in which we're running in this meta might not leave enough space for a little bit slower decks like Alternate Crossma, anything related with Greninja. Or, or other decks like that be able to spark as they should. So yeah, then, I'm hoping it'll come back after rotation. I was just actually I was actually just going to ask that. Um, so then, do you guys think that you know, not to derail um, this current topic, but do you guys think that uh, post rotation um, it's going to come in force? Yeah, not I think in it, force, but I think not it, in force. But it, we are getting slower after the rotation. We're losing a lot of cards that you know help with the whole. Moving faster, we like I said, we're losing N. We're losing Sycamore. We're staying with only Cynthia as a real uh, big uh, hand refresher and 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 drawer. Um, we're losing many cards that will slow down a little bit the meta, but we won't know until it happens. Like I always say, people want to speculate what's going to be good <clears throat> after a rotation. We won't know until that first month after Worlds where people are playing and we can stop, start seeing those top 10. And like when Gator, uh, top eights and then when like Gator mentioned, even the first month of top eights, the first two months are not really going to be that good, uh, or reliable more like because we're going to have a lot of people testing new things. It's a brand new meta. It's like Doctor Who with the Doctor Regenerated. He's just trying the new body. The same thing is going to be with this new meta. The first few months are going to be really crazy top eights. And then suddenly come new year, we will start seeing more of a, um, standardization. Yeah. Standardization and a more, a clear road as to where we're headed in the meta. Yeah. We also have like a new set coming out right at the beginning of next month that won't be legal until the end of the month. So we'll see if that helps anything too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now, with that being said, these are the three major uh, protagonists for Worlds right now. This is where we start speculating what we're going to see. What do we expect from Worlds? Do we expect to see Busworld taking the reins? Although the championship, I want to leave for the end. But what do you see the top eight being like? Uh, Let's start with you, Sigma. And I'm picking on you a lot because you're... You're just so knowledgeable in this, and I'd like to pick your brain. I, what do you see the top eight looking at in Worlds? I wouldn't be surprised if we were to see two or three different Garbodor, or not Garbodor, Zoroark GX variants within the top eight. Really? Just because it's that strong of a card that can go in with multiple partners and work still. Like, okay. even at this ARG tournament, there were two different styles in the top eight 
and then another one down in the top 16 somewhere. So. Okay, even with Buswald uh, looming around, you still feel like Sodorg is going to be a, a real big presence I mean, in the world. It still won over during the uh, North American Championships, and Buswald were everywhere there, too. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're, when you're right, right, right. As yeah. I say, what about you, Basket? Um, so for me, um, I don't really see much of an upset. Um, I see, uh, as far as I'm concerned, um, it's a coin flip on whether a Zorark variant um, beats a Buzzwall variant or what. Um, but I see, obviously, one of those two winning. The reason why I'm not so worried about um, Naganadel, uh, Stakataka, or the new Rayquaza um, is because, or Gardevoir, um, is that I'm not, I don't know, I don't think people are going to bring enough of those. And just like in any TCG, there's an amount of luck. And if Gardevoir and Rayquaza don't show up in force, then um, I don't see them making the top uh, four you know, okay. like the the, fi- the final uh, um, bracket. Um, but if uh, um, if everybody starts, like, do do we have any other um, standings that'll come out before Worlds? No, because Worlds is no. Okay, well then that's that's really interesting because um, then I honestly don't know because people are gonna look and see that Rayquaza has had like a good standing. And there's all those people that love Rayquaza and used to play it all the time um, when uh, it was the uh, uh, X version, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and it's just a super popular Pokemon, so I can see people um, bringing that out in force and someone wanting to shake up the meta, having a Gardevoir GX. But I, I don't see those beating um, Zoroark and Buzzwell. I know they're fast. I know they can do this, but Zoroark has. So much versatility and consistency um, and consistency. And like so, it, sorry, it go always, ahead. Yeah. I mean, it can always get what it wants now. So. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's got that going for it. I mean, it's just honestly, um, no bias whatsoever because, uh, honestly, um, this deck kind of annoys me because it's so good. <laughs> um, and I always have this, uh, um, this thing where I don't want to play the best deck. I want to have like a um, one of the more underdogs. Like if I was going to this, I would probably do Naganadel and Stack Attack it just because it's a decent deck. I know I could do well with it, um, and I would want to be an upset. I wouldn't want to have you know like the main um, two decks. You know what I mean? Um, so it's only from that sort of bias. But honestly, it is. In my mind, it is the best deck out there because of its versatility. Yep. Um, yeah. It's one of the reasons yeah. why um, uh, Zoroark, um, which is weak to fighting, is still constantly um, overtaking Buzzwool in um, uh, the actual final slot, um, the winner of these tournaments. And um, uh, it, I, I would say in more uh, cases than not. So... Um, I don't see um, Gardevoir or Rayquaza um, or Naganadel doing any sort of upset with Zoroark. It would be Buzzwool. So, um, yeah, I, I guess um, 
And the only reason why I'm saying Zoark instead of Zoark Control or Garbodor or Macargo um, is because Zoark itself is a deck, and then you tech these things in there. Like they're they're making them different because the decks do play different. That's yeah. why they're naming them differently. But at the same time, it's all Zoark. Like he's the reason this is happening, or she, you know. <laughs> Whichever it's, it comes in every any flavor you want, yeah. and you're 100 percent right. I mean, Zoroark is consistency in its best form. You are sure to get what you need when you need it. Um, much more now with Macargo uh, in in the meta. That's one Celestial Storm edition that Zoroark greatly has greatly benefited from. And and I'm with you guys. I am between Buzzworld and Zoroark. Um, my money goes to Sodark as well. Again, consistency is king when it comes to TCG. The more consistent you can make your deck, the more consistent you can win because you are making sure like half the deck is or half the game is luck in you know in quotation marks because there are ways of manipulating that luck of trying to get the cards that you need, not depend on the beautiful sadness that is shuffling. And Sodark is a way to 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 get that happening as ASAP. So, yeah, I mean, for me, Sodark's winning the thing. The other deck that I see that could take an upset just because it counters Sodark quite well is anything Buswold related, either be Buswold GX or with the baby Buswold, um, something that could definitely come and just side blind us and 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 take the 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 championship. Anything, and I know this is a very specific question that probably only Sigma could answer if he could, and I don't expect him him to. Anything, any surprises from Japan that we're expecting here? I. I... Don't think we're gonna see like any autonos this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, no autonos, no chancy decks from a card that we didn't even know it existed coming down from Japan and winning championship. I mean, I maybe mean, we'll would... see a Waylord stall, but like, <laughs> like that's that one insane and not any fun to watch. But um, <laughs> I, I, I do, um, I do super love the idea of of that happening again. Like that was my favorite worlds, like. When I look back at it now, it had the exact situation in a normal in a normal, you know, occurrence of watching two people play the TCG. Um, just a total beatdown is never fun to watch ever, unless it's coming out of nowhere yeah. with this card that you don't even know how it works. So you're learning how the deck plays as this guy is playing it, and it's coming out of nowhere, and you're just like, what? They didn't what? even. They didn't even have the art ready. I know it was <laughs> for insane. the stream. They were yeah. like, "Oh, uh, that's Mega Audino. We have no idea what it does, and we don't have a picture <laughs> of it either. Give us a second while we get in, get all this ready." That's, it was madness, and it was great. That's totally how. Yeah, great. that's how incredible that was. And honestly, like, I feel like that's you know that's a once in a lifetime uh, deal. <laughs> Uh, or maybe it's sooner than that, you know, like maybe a ha- uh, Haley's Comet kind of thing, you know, comes around every, <laughs> how many, what, 10, 15, 20, I don't know. Yeah, that years. was just pure but, um, That would be awesome. Um, but honestly, um, how I said uh, that I don't really like the top, um, the top cards, or sorry, mm-hmm. the top decks in uh, any given format. Um, honestly, I was thinking about it and I'd have a really hard time if it was a Buzzwool and a Zoroark deck that were in that, you know, were the finals. Yeah. Um, I would have a really hard time picking because 
I, 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 you know, I always usually go off this sort of like underdog thing, you know, because everybody likes to see the underdog win unless that's like your deck that you've been playing and you're like, that's got to win because that means I was right. You know what I mean? Which is if, if it's one of our decks, then it is the underdog 100%. Right. Well, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're playing, you know, that specific, specific yeah. variant of whatever deck, you know, you want that to win. But um, I was having a really hard time because it's like, well, because I was originally thinking, well, if if it's Buzzwool versus Zoroark, like Zoroark has won more tournaments, it would be cool to see Buzzwool win. But then I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, but Zoroark has the weakness to fighting. So in that, in like, you know, a single matchup that you're just watching, he would be the underdog. So, you know, who am I going to pick there? I, I, I can't. Um, the only thing I'm hoping for is that it's not like a dual Zoroark, uh, you know, yeah, we we must not forget that the, also these uh, Sodorak likes to carry some Muse, just in case to counter yeah. those Sodorak. So so there's just they, you mean the these two wolf. decks, the Buzzwolf. Yes. Um. So th- these two decks definitely gonna hit each other hard, and and, and they're gonna come up top. Now, uh, with that being said, this that means that it's the end of the season right now. The after this, we're gonna have our worlds. Uh, episode where we're going to discuss how it went and uh, hopefully we will also participate in watching the streams guys we are looking to see the stream this uh it's this weekend uh, if you're next listening, week. it's next weekend sorry <laughs> um so we are planning to see if we can have a chat open on discord i'm gonna be there many of our ho- uh, hosts are gonna be there and we're just gonna be watching the stream commentating having fun it's just gonna be not gonna be recorded it's just gonna be us having fun so for those of you listening at home that have not joined our discord please go ahead and do that as soon as possible because you're gonna have a blast and it's all fun we are going to just talk pokemon and tcg come the worlds and this is going to be my last question before we move on to the next segment and it's the end of the season in a quick uh quick round What's your favorite deck of the season? Sigma. Oh, it's going to end up being Necrozma, even though it's not great anymore. Okay. <laughs> not at this point, anyway. I don't okay. expect to see it at Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Basket. Uh, this is not going to be a surprise to anybody. It's uh, Galissapod GX. Of course. Yes. Of well, course. you know what? It's still It's still viable. It's still a great deck. It's just that everything else is better. It's not a bad deck. It's not a bad deck. Everything else is just faster. Yep. No, and it's not a bad deck. And 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 <laughs> hey, anyone knows that here, I'm the first one to say I'm not the fan of the best decks always. In fact, I try not to play them. That's why in my stream, I hardly play Sodorak. I hardly play Buswell because that's what everybody sees. And you didn't come to the stream just to watch the same thing you've been watching every time you play TCG. Now, my favorite deck of this season is one that hasn't made many rounds, but I just find it so much fun. And it's Metagross GX. Metagross is a whole lot of fun for me to play. I found, I found myself on the streams and outside the streams coming back to it every time when I wanted to, like, play something fun metacross has been there and it's really have been receiving a few things that are making it a little bit better every time so don't be surprised if we see metacross gx suddenly becoming a thing once again uh of course don't quote me on that because i am Yushiro and you shouldn't be quoting me now with that we're gonna move on to the next segment which is we won't have any mail this time around guys so uh uh Next time, we're going to have those mails. In fact, 
the question of the day of the episode for you guys to send your mails there. We're going to uh, do this because they really be constantly telling me to do this and I always forget. So they really be this one's for you. Question. What is your deck that you think that's going to win worlds? Send me your, your suggestions, your ooh, predictions and see who gets to guess it right, I guess. Now, but we are going to move on to everyone's favorite Pokemon 15 questions where I try to stump the Koho. Be right back. Who's that Pokemon? Surprise! We kind of lied when we said that we didn't have any any emails. We do have one we definitely wanted to read. uh, And this one has been long waiting for us to read it on air. But we had our set review episodes and those episodes do not leave any space out for anything additional. So now that we're here, we're going to go and tackle this one email before we head out to Pokemon 15 questions. So let's start. It says, from our boy, Duck Mistuffles. Says, Lord J and the ever-wonderful Basket and Sigma. A lot of interesting cards are coming on the horizon on a TCG. Maybe not meta-changing or truly viable whatsoever, but things that look just fun. I really just wish the rotation would come already so I can start building and seeing how this meta shifts. I hope it will be just a mass chaos at the beginning where each new week brings a new top deck that just counters the previous for months and months. But in all reality, it probably won't be that exciting. So when we are starting the Puckle Pool, so when are we starting the Puckle Pool to take bets on the World Championship winning deck? And that's what we just did. This is why I wanted to read this email because it's so fitting. Yes, right now. We're going to start that pool right now. Send me your emails with your suggestions. I'll invent something. Whoever guesses it correctly, I'll not- uh, announce it some- uh, somehow in the next episode. Uh, so um, no prizes. I don't have money for that right now. But uh, at least a shout out for sure. Hold on. How about this? I will draw. It'll be a black and white. But I will draw a um, uh, a picture of the main Pokemon, whether it's Buzzwool, Zoroark, Rayquaza, whatever. Um uh draw it shaded in black and white and then um i will meet up with jashiro we will both sign it and then we'll send it to you there we go you can't ask for anything better than that by the way basket is a comic book uh artist so he can draw he can draw awesome that's great that's awesome basket thank you so there you go whoever gets correctly uh, we'll be able to get a awesome, nice uh, drawing by Basket, signed by Basket and myself. Now, and, and if you guys are asking why just us two and we're leaving poor Sigma, it's because me and Basket actually live in the same city. Yeah, we live. <laughs> we can actually sign <laughs> it. So it's easier it. for us to just sign it and send it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so continue on these Dogma Stuffles here. Anyways, here's my variant of a Malamar deck. Of course, this is a very budget version, as that uh, as that is all I do. Maybe someday I'll pull a Lily and send you guys a real deck. Nah, that doesn't sound like fun. No, McStuffles, it doesn't. Keep on what you're doing. I am presenting the nauseating Necromikyu. These Mimikyus actually haven't stacked up too bad against these other low elo Malamar and Buswell decks. Just mirror what they do, hit for weakness, and win the trade, uh, the price trade in the name of this game. Of course, this has one Sotowark and one Sotowark GX. It has four NKs, three Malamars, 
four Mimikyus, this is the ones from Guardians Rising, two Necrozma GX, we got Trainers, we got four Mystery Treasures, three Professor's Letters, four Ends, four Professor Sycamores, two Bridgets, three Cynthias, two Field Blowers, three Ghostmas, one Fighting Fury Belt, three Altar of the Moon, one Max Potion, two Choice Band, and two Altar Balls. That's a lot of trainer cards, guys. That's a total of 34 trainer cards there. And then <clears> Finals <throat> with a cherry on top of 11 energies, nine of them being Psychic Energies, with two being double colorless energies. As always, thank you, fella. You number one, and you have made an awesome TCG community. Have fun at PacoCon. This, of course, he sent it before PacoCon. Doc Mistoffels. Doc, thank you so much for sending these emails. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, and of course, yes, you won deck of the episode with your, uh, your deck here. Um, with Malamar featuring Necrozma GX and Sodorak. Any, Sigma, anything you want to add there? Um, you could probably get rid of the professor's letters now for acrobikes. Acrobikes yes. are great. <laughs> On acrobikes. Yep. What about you, Basket? Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, other than that, um, I really like the deck he's made. Um, it's easy to see what's going on, and um, I like, uh, I like the title. Yes, the nauseating Necromikyu. Yes, and it just really... rolls off the tongue. Even for me, that I mispronounce everything <laughs> on this show, or just basically whenever I open my mouth, and that would just rolled out of my tongue. So that's that's an awesome name. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I I like the synergy. I think it's I I think it's going to be a lot of fun to play. It is. Okay, so there we go. Deck of the episode, Doug Mustafels. Thank you much for writing. And the pool, the bet. You guys know, send in your uh your premonitions, your. Uh, what you think it's going to win Worlds, and then we'll see who wins. Uh, and if there's a tie, we'll figure something out. Pick way <laughs> Um Okay, <laughs> we're going to go for the one that made the most precise. If you add it to a more de- cards that are on that deck, that'll help it. Because if you just say Buswold, and oh, I was, four I was, people I was send Buswold, so it's like, ugh, I can't choose a winner there. No, maybe yeah, it's a Buswold was... Garbodor, maybe it's a Buswold Lycanroc. Yeah, be as, mo- as much specific as you can like really try to guess try to be about, not try not the, to be as generic as you can how go. about the first the first one that sends it in correctly there we go that also works yeah because then because then that way if everybody sends like you know uh buzzwool or um uh zorwark then it's the first one but if someone says zorwark control or zorwark garbador then first one with that there we go. There yeah, the first so, most correct one. There we go. So now, let's go ahead and move on. Guys, it's that time. It's everyone's favorite Pokemon 15 questions. You guys know the rule. Lower your browsers. No Pokedexes. No 3DSs. Nothing. Not even switches at this point that you can use to help you out here. Just your noggin and your memory. Um, the rules are simple. No questions about the Pokedex, either numbers or anything. No questions about... Uh, external uh, things like uh, uh, is it a this version of the Pokemon or that version? No, it has to be in-game lore only. That's what you have to work with. Now I got my Pokemon here, and it's time for Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? Uh, who's that? Oh my God! I am all over the place today. 
It's time for Pokemon 15 questions. Who's that Pokemon? The turns are Basket first, followed by Sigma, back to Basket. And with that, we start. My boy, Basket, it's your turn. Who's that Pokemon? All right. Um, Is this Pokemon weak to fighting? Wow, it is, yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, wow. Wow, okay, I think we're going to win this. We got this. <laughs> Lucky break. I was just I was just thinking that fighting was a decent uh, um, decent type to ask if it was weak to, but that was awesome. All right. Okay, let's see. We got rock, ice, steel. Oh, what else do we want to punch? <laughs> I feel like there's another type that it's um rock ice steel um it's also well dark dark yes dark okay yeah because that's right I, I the only way that I normally memorize that is that dark is the evil Pokemon in Japanese and fighting is the hero Pokemon in Japanese translation so that's how I always remember that and it's also not flying fairy or psychic Right. I think that's gonna need it. a question, Sigma. Okay, does this Pokemon share its typing with one of Eevee's evolutions? No. Okay, so it's not dark or ice. Go for basket. Um let's see. Is this a steel type Pokemon? No. Go for Sigma. Uh can this poke? Is this a basic Pokemon? Yes. Go for basket. Is it a rock type Pokemon? Nope. Go for Sigma. So then there is. So then there is something Another that we missed. Thing. Uh, is can this Pokemon evolve? Yes. The normal type then. Go for basket. All right. Um. Yeah, so it just so we know it's a normal type. Um, okay, and it's it's the it's the did we already figure out it was okay? We don't so know it's a basic, but we don't know either. Right? Does this Pokemon evolve? Do we want to find out if it's a dual type? Because that narrows it down a lot too. Yeah, yeah. Is this Pokemon a dual type? No. Okay. Okay. Let's go for Sigma. So it's just a basic normal type. Uh, does this Pokemon have three evolutions in its evolution line? No. Okay, so it only evolves once. If it evolves at all, right? Go or did you already know it evolves? Go okay. For basket. Okay. Um. So we knows, or we knows, uh, we know that it's normal. It's not a. Yeah, it's just normal type. Does not, or it evolves once. Mm-hmm. And it's a basic. And it's a basic. Is it a baby Pokemon? Uh, it shouldn't be. I wouldn't ask that question because I think all the babies are on stage three. Well, because um, it's like Happiny or Eeyore. Well, right, but there's there's a uh, um, the Snorlax one too. I guess so. Munchlax. No. Okay, you can ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> not a basic. Or not a baby. I'm sorry, not a baby. <laughs> That's what I meant to okay. say. Go uh, for Sigma. 
Let's see. Is it a legal question to ask if its evolution is in the same? Is its evolution next to it in the Pokedex? That would be a Pokedex question. Yes. Okay. They, so that I would really cannot cool. allow it. Yeah. Uh, does this Pokemon evolve based on level? Yes. Oh, well. Okay. Go so it's not for basket, and this is question number ten. You have five questions left. We got rid of Lickitung. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, um, is this Pokemon, hmm. is this Pokemon one of the, hmm, is it one of the first that you would meet, or would you, would you meet this on the first route? Route of, one rodents. <laughs> yeah, is is this a route one rodent? Is what I'm, is this actually what I'm trying to <laughs> know what it means. That would be a yes. Okay. Ooh. All right. Okay. Route Sigma. One rodent. Route one rodent. Hmm. Well, there's a lot of those though. So there are a lot one? of those. Uh, let's see. How many are four legged versus how many are two legged? Um, like, let's is that see. a question worth asking? So. Too many well, okay. of them are I think, four-legged. I think, okay. I think mo- yeah, I think most of them, like, if they do go two-legged, it's afterwards. Like, the only one I can think of two-legged is Centric. Well, Raticate. Raticate has always Yeah, but it's up. a baby, so... Well, a lonely right. one is, but... Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, I know what we could ask. Okay. Does the evolution of this Pokemon have two types? Nope, it has only one. Okay, so we got rid of Dig Bunnelby and we got rid of Bidoof. Okay. Okay, so so what do, so what do we so um really fast, what do we have left? So we have we have Rattata, potentially Rat Cat Rat, Centret, Zigzagoon, and the other thing in Gen seven that Young Goose. Young Goose, yeah. Hmm. And how many questions do we have left, Toshiro? Three. You're in question 13 now. Okay, so we have two more to narrow it down. Yeah. Okay, right. Okay, so then let's say... Okay, so one way we could do it is we could... I could ask, does it have the word rat in its name? Because that would take out Rattata and Pat Rat. And leave us with three more to knock out. Right, um, Sandrit, Zigzagoon, and Young Goose. Good question, but I think that would go against the rules. How would it go against the rules? Because I, I give me feel a rule, like, bro. I, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> no, we've had no, this. No, it's it's it, you might be able to set a rule precedent after this, but I don't think you already have one that's set, bro. I don't think okay, you can do okay, this. Okay, that, that's, right that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you feel if you feel strongly about it, you can no, set it up. No, I don't feel but... strongly at, at that point. I mean, you I... could ask about buck teeth too, because there's only two of them left with buck teeth. What's that? That's uh, oh yeah, that's uh, um... <laughs> that's still Pat Rat. <laughs> yeah, Pat Rat and Rattata. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, question. so then, um, well, does Youngus have buck teeth? Kinda, doesn't he? No, he has a weird smile. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. Uh, let me see here. So, okay. They also have whiskers, which is another thing that the other ones don't have. Oh, no, I found out how we can narrow it down even better. Okay. 
in this, uh, so so before I ask it, I want to uh, lay it on you, Sigma, just to double check. So, okay, so Rattata, Pat Rat, Zigzagoon, and Young Goose, you can all see, or sorry, not Zigzagoon. Um, it's Young Goose, Pat Rat, and Rattata. You can all see their teeth in their um, official Pokedex entries. Hmm. So I'd rather get like three and two divided by here. Right, so this way, only if if I ask that, because getting um, rid of one doesn't help. Getting rid of two would help. Well, no, but Sentra and Zigzagoon do not show their teeth in their in their things. So oh, I was okay. just thinking we could potentially narrow. Well, I guess we narrow it down. Yeah, it narrows down two, either ba- way. Either way, based. Yeah, okay. So all right, uh, Jishiro, um, does this Pokemon have the word rat in its name? No. Okay, so then it's either Sentra, Zigzagoon, or Young Goose. Um, uh, we could ask Sigma. the teeth question, but that would only get rid of young goose. Uh, let's see. But it would narrow it down. I mean, I don't know. Uh, we could ask about a stripe. Because, well, that doesn't help too much. Well, Sentra young goose, has... young goose technically doesn't have any stripes. Um, we could ask if the evolution is quad is four leg stands on four legs or two legs. Oh, we totally could. We totally could. But um, like in one way it's a 50-50 guess for us and the other way it's it works. So it Well, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 we have so we'll yeah, so we'll either know for sure or it'll be a 50-50 guess. So Yeah. And I think yeah. that's as good as we can get. So Yeah, let's go for it. Uh does this Pokémon's evolution stand on two legs? No. Okay. So it is not young goose. Correct. Okay, so then we're picking between Centret and Zigzagoon, and this is our this is our last question, which means that we have to answer this question, or we get one last question and then I think answer. That's our last one, right? Yep, that'll be your last question. Okay. Cool. Um, how do you want to do this? I don't know. Uh, might as well just guess. I would. Um, Jashiro, um, mm-hmm. did you say who this question came from? Oh no, I chose it. <laughs> oh, you chose it. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, I'm gonna say Centret. That's what I want to do. Just gut, like guttural feeling. I feel like I don't think Chishiro is a huge fan of Gen Three, so I feel like he would probably pick Centret over Zigzagoon. See, I was thinking this because what? there's like a fifty-fifty. Well, 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 I would have, I would have done it if it was anybody else, like. <laughs> because because you always say in the beginning well, no. who who did it, right? Who gave the the um, oh well we haven't the done the, without we haven't done suggestions in a while though. Okay, well um, I was going to say Zigzagoon because there's like a fifty fifty chance that he thinks that for it stands on two legs instead of four. <laughs> Where Linoon is a hundred percent on four legs. Okay, let's do that. That makes the most. <laughs> That makes, that makes the, most the most sense to me. It's into like a 75 25 split. I, I'm not la- I'm laughing at no, I'm not going to say anything. Just just go. <laughs> so it's up to you. You're the you're the one that gets to name it. You can't say that and then say it's up to me. <laughs> uh okay, if it's up to me, I'm saying it's centric. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what's the question? Uh, is it Centret? No. Oh, man. 
it was Six That close! Would you have said that Barrett was standing on two legs instead of four? <laughs> it's, it's, it's just because when you said that, I'm like, oh my god, Sigma is reaching out to my soul right now. Because <laughs> I had to double check that when you There's guys asked me the on question. Both sides. <laughs> So and you could have defended it too. <laughs> but anyway, great try, guys. I really put it really hard on you guys because it's a normal rodent. It was really hard to begin with. So you guys did a great job there. Uh, so uh, with that being said, it means it's the end of the episode. Uh, and this is where I tell you, please go ahead and reach us on all our social medias. We got our uh, Twitter at, at Puckle uh, Podcast. We got a Facebook group at slash Puckle Podcast or slash Puckle TCG. We obviously got an amazing Discord where we have discussions of all things Pokemon, no matter if it's trading card or video game. Please go there or even general anime stuff. It doesn't matter if it's Pokemon. We'll be t- talking about it in the Discord. And if you can, if you have the extra income, please go to our Patreon. All this information that I'm just rig rolling right now is down in our description area go to our patreon and whatever you can uh uh send to us it goes straight back to the community that's where we buy all the prices that's how we buy all the equipment everything goes back to puckle and with that we've reached the end of the episode as always basket thank you so much for being here tonight no problem loved every minute and sigma you're the brain case man thank you so much it was a fun time talking about how Zoroark is good. <laughs> how Zoroark is going to. And with that, you guys can already see this. Uh, in the background, it's a Have a great time.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.